Good evening, ladies. Ooh, we, we are on day 28, so that means we have two days left of this challenge, baby. You all are doing an awesome job, and I simply want to keep thanking you all for tuning in and listening and praying for your future husband. Day 28 is pray for the years between now and when you meet. And I know, I know, I know this is one of the most detrimental or most challenging times when you don't know when your husband is coming. You don't know who he is. And if you do, when will he recognize that you are his wife? You are that good thing that he needs to find favor and obtain from the Lord. I know it's hard that you want to take pictures and tell the world that you have found your king, your Boaz, your Mordecai, you know, whatever you claim it to be. Excuse me, Lord, forgive me. I know patience is definitely the key and I will tell you that you have to keep focusing on God and how good he is and not worry about when your kingdom husband is going to come you have to work on you you have to work on your mindset you have to work on your attitude there are so many things that you need to work on while you wait for him and again nobody is perfect but it definitely helps when you start to work on yourself and build a relationship with God and recognize who you are and whose you are and keep on praying and keep on seeking most importantly having a prayer life I believe that is very important especially in your single season that will keep all the peace and keep all the joy in your heart because when you get anxious, you are going to do the absolute most trying to find out who your husband is. And it's a mess when every guy that you come in contact with is like, are you my husband? Are you my husband? When is my husband coming? What does he look like? Is he tall? Is he short? Is it that he's in a different country is he in a different state if he's in a different city it is definitely challenging i've been all my life single well we all have but not involved with somebody for me i knew at an early age i didn't want a baby daddy boyfriend whatever i wanted a whole husband <laughs> Not a half one, a whole husband. And I know God is going to bless me with him whenever he comes. Because sis been waiting a whole long time. I've been telling myself and I know before I turn 29, I will meet my husband. I speak that into existence. That's one of the things on my list. You know, you got to tell God what you want. Along this is according to his will first and foremost, but also just you know making sure that it's not anything extra. 
We all have a list, but make sure it's reasonable. I had to throw mine out because it just, it was a lot. But I know whatever God has for me, it's going to be a blessing. And it's going to be a blessing for you as well. So keep on trusting God and believing that your husband is on his way. God is building him up in the process as well. He's been waiting for you all his life. There were times where he thought someone else was his wife or he tried to, you know, be more than God wanted him to be in a relationship, but it just was not working out. So keep praying, keep seeking, but seeking God, because we don't know if we're going to meet him today, tomorrow, next year, the next five years. Just be patient and focus on God. You are a wife. Now, it just takes time to be his wife. Whatever his name is, you'll be his wife. But right now, you're a wife. So, of course, I wanted to bless y'all with Proverbs 31. So, Proverbs 31.10, all the way to 31. So, get right and sit tight this is coming from the niv version epilogue the wife of noble character a wife of noble character who can find she is worth more far worth more than rubies her husband is full of confidence in her and lacks nothing of value she brings him good not harm all the days of her life she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands she's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar she gets up while it is still night she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants she considers a field and buy it buys it out of her earnings she plants a vineyard she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She seems that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor. She extends her hand to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household. For all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders. She makes, she makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs with her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done. Let us work 
bring her praises at the city gate. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. So I do want to read the Message Bible version as well so we can break it down. Because for me, I need all versions. All versions. So this is called the hymn to good wife from the message bible proverbs 31 10 through 31 a good wife is hard to find and worth far more than rubies i'm sorry diamonds her husband trusts her without reserve and never has reason to regret it never spiteful she treats him generously all life long she shops around for the best yarns and cotton she enjoys knitting and sewing She's like a trading ship that sails far away places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then with money she puts aside plants a garden. First thing in the morning she dresses for work. She rolls her sleeves eager to get started. She senses the worth of her work. It is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. She's skilled in the craft of home and hearth diligently in homemaking quick to assist anyone in need and reaches out to help the poor she doesn't worry about her family when it snows their winter clothes are all mended and ready to wear she makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linings and silks her husband is greatly respected when he deliberates the with the city's fathers she designs gowns and sells them bringing the sweaters that she knits to the dress shops her clothes are well made and elegant. She always faces tomorrow with a smile. She speaks she has something to say worth worthwhile to say. She and always she says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everything in her household. She keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things. But you've outclassed them all. Charm can this mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in fear of God. Gives her everything she deserves. Festoon her life with praises. So people praise the Proverbs 31 woman. They admire her. And she stands out more than any other woman. She's not in competition with them. But she was made to stand out her children respect her and her husband builds her up with praise she's always productive she watches what goes on in her household she knows what's going on in her household she always speaks when she has something worthwhile to say so she's not talking idly she has something worth to say worthwhile to say and she wraps everything up in as if it was a cashmere sweater so it sounds sweet and you know she'll tell you for instance go go make up your bed or you didn't do something in a nice positive way she wears her clothes nicely so she what's the word she puts on her best I could say her husband is respect respected around the area so people know him and he 
I guess talks to other fathers in the city. She prepares her winter clothes for her family, so she doesn't need to buy anything new or she already slowing them together. She doesn't have to worry about her family when it snows. So they're already put together as if she already made the clothes. Like her family's good to go. Like her family's all set and prepared for whatever is to come. She has many, many talents and she likes to do stuff around the house and she is always lending a helping hand. So ladies, you don't have to be selfish. You can help out a neighbor, put up their groceries. You could open a door for an elderly person. You could do a lot in the process. She's a gardener. She puts money aside. She's always eager to make ends meet. She's always eager to put in some work. She knows a lot. Um, a Proverbs 31 woman isn't spiteful. She treats her husband generously. She shops around for the best yarn. So she enjoys knitting and sewing in her spare time. And it also says that a good woman is hard to find. Ladies, you are hard to find. You know, God has you hidden for a reason. You are not to be looked at by every man. Every man does not have access to you. So this goes to show why I was saying that today's topic is just being prepared when you meet him or, you know, pray for the years you are, you know, single in between the time that you meet him because we never know what assignments we may have in our singleness that we need to take care of before we meet him. You know, one of your assignments, not assignments, <laughs> one of your assignments may be to do missions and you have to do some missions before you meet your husband because you might meet him on a mission or it might be a small assignment or a small thing that you need to do in order to be able to meet your husband like maybe change your attitude so maybe you have to take not anger management well it depends on who you are or just going to therapy to resolve some unsolved issues that may have been deep down inside that you buried and never spoke of we all have things we have to take care of so maybe you have some things that will affect your marriage in the first place so you need to make sure that you take care of those things you know what you can do while you're single you can take yourself out on a date now I love doing this because it just I just love pampering myself even though I wish I had someone to spoil me but it's good to do date night for yourself like create a bucket list let's see what else learn how to do something learn how to do nails learn how to do hair learn 
a new language. Go traveling. That's my favorite thing to do. I own a travel business, so I'm always taking trips. You know, some stuff we have to experience for ourselves before we experience with a partner. And some people don't get that luxury. So make sure you take a trip somewhere, even to your local place, a local place around your city. Live alone. I did that once. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know, besides the fact of having another person, that would be nice. But it was absolutely beautiful. I didn't have to worry about cleaning up after anybody. I didn't have to worry about making sure somebody got home safely. But I'm ready for another another body to come home to. You know, you can crush your goals. Figure out your purpose, your passion. See a therapist. That's definitely recommended. See a therapist and heal some things that you don't talk about. On your part. Um, grieve over stuff that you haven't healed from. Let go of things. Letting go. It's nothing wrong with letting go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Go, go walk around. Call your friends. Talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. Like an old high school friend. See how they're doing. I don't know. Um, donate something. Love on some people. Get to know yourself. That's a good one. Get to know yourself. How do you know that you don't like strawberries if you always spend the time with somebody else how do you know you don't you don't know how to double dutch or something learn to know yourself you know a lot of people that say they wish they figured out who they were before they got married and that's the like so you spend all your life in a relationship and you don't have time to yourself that's why I always never understood how people just jump into relationships without healing like you just put trauma from somebody else on somebody that you really like say for instance you broke up with somebody and then you got to another relationship and you really love this person you're carrying on something or past hurt from that other relationship so you need to know what you're looking for you know what you want to stay away from or what you expect or you know come up with stuff that you wish you had done in your old relationship you want to bring out to the new one or stuff that you would never you would never do again in a relationship build a budget 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 budgeting is not a bad thing either like I said um, buy yourself flowers treat yourself the way you want to be treated 
get a pet. A pet. I love I love puppies and dogs and stuff like that. Like they love you unconditionally, for sure. Choose a song. Like sing. It's a lot of stuff to do, ladies, while you are in the single season. And most of all, important, important, pray. Pray, 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 pray. Break these things off. Heal. Grow. Learn. Even pray. I know people are like going to think I sound crazy when I say this. But pray for the person that you broke up with. Because it could be some issues with them that they never discussed with you. And now you're stuck. It sounds crazy, but that relieves some stuff off your chest. And also just... Pray that you break the soul ties. That's another important thing. Between the time you wait. Ask God to break the soul ties off of that guy that you had sex with. Or that guy you was interested with. Or that guy that y'all had. Like a situationship. Whatever it is. Just pray that thing out. Watch some devotionals or listen to some devotionals. Listen to a podcast. Not even this one, but listen to some podcasts and work on yourself because you want to be the best wife possible. Not perfect, but the best wife possible. Remember, you are a wife. You are the favor. You are anointed. You are a daughter of a king. Oh, another thing, sis. We're not going to entertain these clowns this is not a circus act so you know what you want once you discover what you want we're not going to entertain the circus act we're not going to settle for less we're not going to settle for mediocrity we're not doing it no more we're not going to play the third wheel or you know the side chick whatever y'all call it we're not doing that no more we're not stalking him we're not being toxic to ourselves we're not about to slander him we're not doing that we're better than that we're queens we are a daughter of a king we don't need to slash his tires we don't need to bash his name we just carry on like a terminal it's time for takeoff because your husband is on his way he's preparing for you as well sis don't forget about that he's praying for you as well He's breaking those soul ties. He's breaking them generational curses off. Y'all gonna have some babies. Like, wait on them. Wait on them. Don't entertain anything less than what God wants for you. What you thought was good, God is gonna give you greater. And remember, if he rejects you, just remember that's God's protection. There's something better on the other side. Trust me, it may seem like nobody wants you. Well, remember, God wants you. He loves you. I love you. And your husband is going to love you even more.
So don't sweat the small stuff. Choose to win. Win in every situation. It might look like an L right now, but trust me, baby, you're winning. You're coming out stronger. You're going to be a bride, a beautiful bride, and you're going to have an even beautiful marriage. Like, don't get me wrong. A wedding is beautiful. I want to have a beautiful wedding, but I want to have a beautiful kingdom marriage as well, sis. You're going to have a beautiful kingdom marriage too, period, point blank. We are wives. Whatever your husband is, you're going to be Joseph's wife. Or you're going to be David's wife. You're going to be Daniel's wife. Whatever. That has a nice ring to it. No pun intended, sis. But get ready for your miracle. I can't wait for y'all to get married. Please send me an invite. I've never been to a wedding. So maybe my wedding will be the first one. But if y'all get engaged before me, please invite me. Please. Pretty please. I'll be y'all flower girl. But for real though, thank you for listening. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't thank you for listening. But for real, thank you for listening. But we got to say these prayers real quick. Father God, we come today to pray that thing about us meeting our husbands that we are patient that we are kind and we stay in our word when there's years in between us meeting him we pray that we will stay focused that we will not entertain these counterfeits that we will not be tempted to do things that are not of you we pray to stay focused on you God We pray to not idolize any men. We pray not to idolize marriage, God. We pray to strengthen our lives as daughters of you. We pray to practice being a Proverbs 31. We pray to fix our attitude, fix our situations, fix our budget, God, and just wait in the process. We must trust the process of our single season. We must embrace our single season, God. We must must break generational curses and have a beautiful wedding, have a beautiful relationship, even with you, God. We ask to strengthen those relationships with you. We ask to keep busy with godly things. We ask to work on our gifts, God, work on our purpose, God, find out why we're here if we don't even know why we're here. We ask to be built up instead of broken down. We fix our broken hearts and heal from soul ties, God. We ask to stay focused in those seasons, God, and do your wondrous works, God. We pray for our husbands that are on assignment, that he is working towards to be the best husband he can, that he is working to be a good steward, God, a great leader, God, a great one to pursue us, God, the woman of Christ, God. We ask that you send Naomi's and Ruth's in our life, God, Esther's in our lives, God, and that you send, would you send um, Moses and men of the Bible, God. We ask that you send our son Jesus Christ to bless us, God, 
our spiritual gifts, God. We ask to be built up. We ask to have stronger prayer lives, God. We ask that you find us, God, in the midnight hour, God. We ask that you cover us. We ask that you keep us away from counterfeits. We ask for healing in our blood, healing in the lungs, healing in our body, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you give us blessed families that we are going to be married into, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you break generational curses, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask for anointing on our lives, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you wipe the tears away for every tear that we have shed, God. We thank you for letting the deaf angel pass over our home, God. We ask to walk in authority, walk in purpose, God. We ask for to we ask to be the giant slayer and battle out these Goliaths. We ask to be more like Elijah, God. We ask to help others, God, in the process of our single season, embrace our single season. We ask that you bless our womb, God. To birth out new things. Not even just children, but new things, God. We ask that you prepare us for our future husband. We ask that you prepare him as our future wife. In the name of Jesus, we ask for clarity and not confusion, God. In the name of Jesus, bless us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, ladies, for listening to Day 28. Thank you for being a Proverbs 31 woman. I hope you all are caught up on days 1 through 28 now. If not, go ahead and catch up. You all have a blessed one. I love you. And stay tuned for Day 29. We are almost done, so stay tuned.